This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Oh, you really think we're losing to Iowa? I didn't say we're going to lose to Iowa. <laughs> I swear that's who you're going to say. What you're going to say. <laughs> so who we lose to? I didn't say we were going to lose to Iowa yet. But if you ask me, I'm worried about Iowa. I think we drop to Iowa, and then I think we win the next three, and I think we make the playoffs. <laughs> you? I don't understand this Iowa thing at all. I, what are you talking about? I just have this feeling. It is Sunday, November 5th. It is raining, pouring, tornadoes in Ohio, and uh, Jason, Ohio State is officially dead. So what you don't know is I spent all this extra time I had today editing and cutting out my glorious pick in episode nine and you laughing and making fun of me. So when you go back and listen to this podcast, you'll notice our normal intro has now been edited to add some additional flavor that shows the wisdom that I presented early on and the mockery you tried to make of me for picking Illinois. Two things. I'm man enough to admit when I was wrong, uh, you saw something I didn't see and you saw it months ago. Um, and number two, I had, uh, Iowa plus 19. So why I won you, money. Why'd you game. make that bet? Because of you. All right. All right. So, and no, that's serious. I was like, well, he, you, it, but, but here's the thing. And our two guys being dude text and phone conversations we've had. Absolutely. You laid off your Iowa pick and you're Absolutely. like, well, now that now everything is the way it's lining up. But uh, yeah, man, we just we just we thought we were Ohio State. We thought just the, the name would get us through. And cheers, man. I'll tell you what. I still don't understand that play they ran where the center like caught the ball. I, I'm still lost on how they did that play. But yeah, I here. I, I don't know if it's me just getting older the losses just don't hurt as much. Like they lost to Iowa and I'm like, cool, whatever. Like I got a big meeting on Monday. Like I don't let it affect my life. No. Like I don't let the losses affect me. I let the wins affect me. I think that's the proper procedure, the proper way to take growing older and becoming a sports fan. Dr. Mem and I were hanging out yesterday and we were having yeah. the conversation. And I tell you, I think you hit the nail on the head. Because the one thing, we both kind of chuckled at the fact that we were happy for Iowa. Like, yeah. like oh, I was disappointed yeah. that we beat. But, you know, there's something to be said about Iowa. That just was their entire season. Those yeah. guys are going to have a memory from now on that, hey, listen, the number six ranked Buckeyes came in here. They waved to the kids at the end of the first quarter. And we laid the wood to them. Uh, Did you that inter that one handed interception too? Spectacular! Like, oh, just they just they they fucking balled out, man. It's like it's just you tip the hat. Like, this is the first time Urban Meyer's gonna have a two loss season at Ohio State. Like the first time. Like you're allowed to have years like this. The ball is not gonna bounce your way every single time. Alabama's an outlier, man. I I I think we are. I think Alabama's the the placeholder. Like they're number one, and we're just in that we're just a, a level below and it's just, that's just the way the college football landscape is. Yeah. Do you think the big 10 is overrated? Cause I do see, I, I go like, I think it's like a weekly thing where you just don't get a good grasp. 
it's like you just have to every single week going into college football and predicting you have to throw everything out, and that's just so tough for us to do. I think they're one of the top three. I mean, it's SEC them, and I think the Big Twelve is really talented. I don't think they play defense, but yeah, I I, I don't know. I think we I think we if you take our teams overall, like top to bottom, I think we're better than the SEC. I think we're more robust. Let me say it that way. So I think that the SEC is just so top heavy that uh, the Big Ten, if we played a tournament against them, which would be badass, I just think that we would get some wins from like Northwestern. Sorry about that, guys. We had some technical problems there. Uh, anybody here in Columbus knows we are getting rocked by a storm right now, and there are car alarms going off outside. The lightning and thunder was just so crazy outside of my place. So. Um, sorry about that. And I think the last thing I was talking about was Northwestern football beating SEC teams. And so clearly I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> clearly I'm on drugs over here. Uh, that was uh, that might not be the smartest thing. But I, I once again, I, I just think the Big Ten has a. I, I think the Big Ten is going in a good direction. I, I, that's what I would say. I I think in and out every single team is going to give you like even like Wisconsin ended up pounding Indiana. But Indiana like played pretty damn good. Like I was like, this team is really good. Indiana made so, the best seven minutes of football in the Big Ten. They always play seven they, good minutes at the beginning. Yeah, and then they just fall apart. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just once again. I mean, we're out of the tournament. We're gonna go play a team. We're gonna whoop them. We're gonna have a top five class, and we'll get back after it next year. But there's a reason why 2014 was so special. It's because yeah. we're just. And we're not. I mean, we'll, if we get one more title sh- shot with Urban, if we get to one more final, I'd be happy. I, I found it interesting because I was scanning through Twitter afterwards, and the amount of naysayers for J, JT instantly came right back out. Which honestly, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I think JT. I mean, it sucked. The very first pass was returned for a touchdown. Uh, he looked good at a couple of times. I, I got some. Uh, problems with our offensive play calling as usual. I think one of the biggest things that always stands out is in these games, our top running backs never seem to get to touch the ball, even though they're averaging like eight yards a carry. They still, I think combined, there was like 11 carries by Dobbins and Weber and JT had like 16 carries. Now I know some of those are scrambles and blah, 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 but that, that always gets me. But I did see uh, a few people questioning, Urban's longevity at Ohio State now. Boy, that's that is stupid. some serious thunder. It's coming through over Dude, here it's, now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, that's just stupid. Urban's got a blank check. I mean, the dude can hang out for as long as he wants. He's going to make sure that he's got one of his guys ready to go to take the spot once he decides to step down. But we've got – people are just dumb. People just can't get perspective on this stuff. Like, it is a football game out of an entire season – and losses are going to happen, man. Like, if Ohio State never lost, then what would be the point of watching? Right, right. No, and I agree. And like, I think, no, I totally agree. Yeah, like the losses are sometimes it. It's just one of it. Just it happens. So completely out of left field, we haven't talked about this at all. Urban Meyer decides that his health has gone to the shit, and he hangs his hat up because I mean he's wearing glasses now on the sidelines and stuff. Hangs his hat up at the end of the season. Who's the next Ohio State coach? Um. Oh my God, I have absolutely, positively no clue. 
Yeah, that's a tough one because Fickle, I don't think he's done no. okay in Cincinnati, but not enough to bring him back. Uh, I don't think any of the existing assistants, whether it be Wilson or Shiano, can step up and take that role. My guess is maybe could, in Texas. There could be that one year, though, where we're just like kind of going between. But right. no, what's his name's not leaving Texas. I don't know. He's The fans turned on him pretty quick down there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I just I think Urban will once again he'll he'll like he'll read the tea leaves and understand when it's time for him to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. But no, I once again it's just it's a fucking loss. Like get get over it. You know, it's just and the, the people that go online and make it just want to the the people who just want to be right, so they just say everything that's easy right. to say. It's just so stupid. It's it just it it. It makes no sense to me why people waste their time going on and even making those comments. It's I like, don't know why they didn't prognosticate Illinois winning this game in the first place. It's just that much easier when you can asshole. see it ahead. <laughs> you know who lost last night? Who? Three defending champions in UFC. Woo! I, we we kind of said it before. It, it, you could say that was the greatest UFC of all time, and I would completely have no argument back. It's the greatest UFC I've ever seen while watching it on television. How's that? Because we've been to some events that were the event yes. itself and the magnitude of the event to me made it more special. But all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the name here. Joanna Jacek. Uh huh. I do it. Does I? I was close. I think you got you got 95 percent better than I probably would have gotten it. Joanna Jacek. I think I'm close on that. And Spellchecker um, always makes it Johanna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the girl she lost to. Sinead is she O'Connor. hot? Sinead O'Connor. Is she hot? Uh, to me, I no. Like, I kind of liked it. I noticed. That from your text that were going on, What were you? where were you watching it? Were you at home? My, yeah. Were you drinking? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, it's just the yeah. chain of chain of texts that came sporadically through the evening the uh when you called out that you might need to start dating a bald girl i think that was uh, oh yeah i did say that <laughs> I, I really i was like I, it, it, she looked good to me i was like hey this girl just looks very uh is it is it Stranger Things where the girl had that hair? Yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah eleven. She just looks like eleven in a way, but and I'm just I'm just saying like it's a very uh, I, I liked it. I, I liked it. I liked her look. She, I mean, she brought the fight. I don't know what Yoana was doing. I have no idea. Seemed like she just didn't even want to be there, which was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't have her spunk the, when she walked out. I mean, usually, no. Yeah, usually she is you know, playing to the crowd and firing her pistols and doing all that kind of stuff. And she just kind of made her way out. And I don't know what the deal was. There. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. And I mean, I really, really like the, uh, Cody Garbrandt, uh, TJ Dillasaw fight. I really enjoyed that fight. Yeah. That was really good. And I mean, it's great for TJ. I mean, that's, that's just, that's awesome. man. to get, to get revenge on team alpha male like that, which whatever happened, we'll never really know the story because everybody's got their own story. And to get that W now, it kind of throws off what we were hoping for, which would be Cody trying to get that catchweight fight with Mighty Mouse. But now does Dillashaw do the, the catchweight or does he go? No, do I they think go Cody again gets with... a run back. I think there's, okay, okay, I think there's okay. too much money involved. I well, think... then what the fuck does Mighty Mouse do? Mighty Mouse becomes a great announcer. Oh, interesting. He's personable. I think he's good at that. 
Like, I mean, Bisbane should become an announcer, right? Because he's pretty decent. When he didn't say he, like, I was disappointed that he didn't say he was retiring because he should. I mean, I yeah. can't, I can't stand watching him get beat anymore like that. And and then, no. uh, but I, I, you know, I'd like to tip a hat to the sportsmen uh, of the UFC because to me, the classiest people won that fight. Uh, and I'm sure the opponents, all the defending champions who lost, went down were good people. But every single one of those ran their mouth nonstop. They talked garbage nonstop. And it's good once in a while to see the good guys win. And, you know, I'm a good, like, I'm a big fan of the good guy, right? Like, I'm a Daniel Cormier fan. Well, most people are John Jones. But GSP, the gentleman, uh, man, his interview afterwards, amazing. Um, Even TJ, amazing. Was gracious in his victory. You know, I thought was very well uh, spoken and and really expressed empathy for the loss for for, uh, Cody. Mm-hmm. And Sinead O'Connor, uh, she was starstruck, babe. but also a babe in your eyes, and it was very so. I that made me happy because I get I get tired of this world where it's all about me and look how great I am and and look at me and trash talking. I mean, it's fun watching Connor do it, but here, see all these other people and Cody who runs his mouth nonstop. I think I was happy to watch him get slugged there, and I like Cody, but yeah, uh, you know so. Huh. Well, it's like Mayweather. Like you watch because you want to see Mayweather get knocked out. So that's like when I watch Cody fight. I'm like, I want to see Cody get knocked out. And like seeing uh, uh, Mickey Gall, man, he is like never makes main cards. Now no. that was pretty crazy to me to see him on the under. But um, yeah, the whole all the knockouts through the like whenever they fight in New York, crazy shit happens. And that undercard had some crazy shit happening. When that dude got completely knocked out and the fight wasn't even going on, like, that was wild, man. Yeah, when he took when the, guy, uh, the punch to the ding-ding uh, and then the kick to the head. Yeah, that was just fucking... And that dude was like, I don't remember getting kicked. Like, what are you talking... Like, that was wild, man. So, I just... Uh, you, what you said is very interesting is when these good guys, quote-unquote good guys, win... You just worry about what who's the next person that's going to come after them. Like, where is the next matchup? Like, so what does GSP do now? No clue. Where's GSP? Zero clue. I mean, you know, I I, I think they're clamoring to, uh, to see. Because I say Whitaker, right? So uh, he drops back down a weight and goes to fight Whitaker. But I think that's a mistake, right? Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, if if you're asking me, the coolest card would be Connor and GSP. Uh, but but Connor's going to get yeah. Tony or what? Yeah. Yeah. But now, did you see that Connor came out and he was like, yeah, everything's different now. The negotiations, like, I want half the promotion. Da, 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 da. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you expect when you make a hundred million dollars? I mean, you're not going to come back in and, and risk your reputation, your health for what, three million bucks? I mean, he yeah. doesn't need it. So, no, fuck no. Yeah, you when he in comes a precarious back. position right now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see because DJ has no real opponents. The heavyweight division, I think, is becoming more attractive because Stipe's a, a pretty well-liked champion in Ohio, but nowhere else. Yeah, uh, nowhere and, else. And no one knew coming up through the heavyweight side. I think any fighting like uh, Overeem again or something, it's like, hey, we're going to recycle yeah, the same opponent over and over and over. Yeah, there's nothing. To, there's just nobody going in that area. But you know, when you 
rewrap it all around though. It's like UFC pulled off an, an amazing, great pay per view. Like I don't, nobody had negative views on that pay per view. Here's the problem with it that I see, and I agree. I think it was a spectacular, well worth the sixty bucks and all that kind of stuff. But they're advertising for the next one, and isn't it Edgar and uh, somebody? Yeah. That card's horrible. Yeah, they might sell bullshit. six of those, and five of those yeah. are going to go to Edgar's family. I mean, I just yeah. don't know. It was, it was bad. Yeah, so that's but that's what that's what we're saying is like, where's the next? Where are the next people going to come from? But that's the thing, though. They always show up, man. Like all of a sudden, TJ was just looked like he was going to be the man. And Cody Garenbrink comes kind of out of nowhere. We had a new shit talker, and now Cody's been taking down a pig. But it's like the UFC kind of just new people come along, man. It just it's just they get lucky, it seems. Yeah. So well. Let's see how it goes, and uh, I I hope because I love UFC and I enjoy the fights, yeah. and I hope that they continue to have some interesting matchups. It's just sad because there's this is the first time where I don't see something I'm waiting with bated breath to happen. Uh, Dillashaw Cody rematch, great, entertaining, you know, but I'm not going to see Bisbay GSP again. Joanna no. will come oh. back. She'll have two more fights before she gets a title shot. Maybe one more fight. You don't think she'll go right back against my girl, Shania? I think they might want to try to qualify Shania to, to get another victory. That makes sense. Yeah, so. Let's see that. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to switch it up real quick. Actually, we could talk about the ring girls in this sense as well, but we'll, which, by the way, in New York, your ring girls suck. But the, wait, was it a different ring? Yeah. No, the three of the normal ones were there. Oh, where did I, I saw something where I was like, these ring girls here are bogus. Maybe it wasn't the UFC. But, um, all right. When I was watching the NFL, NFL still has cheerleaders. Right. Pointless. Sure. Like, high school level cheerleading, I can get. Like, I, that makes sense to me. You can't explain professional cheerleading to me at all. Like, it makes no sense at all. My question to you, Jason, in this new world of equality that we're moving into and everything's a problem. What happens first? Will there be a male cheerleader or no cheerleaders? No cheerleaders. And how far away do you think it'll be before we have no cheerleaders? Uh, not while the NFL is still playing. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, there'll always be cheerleaders at the NFL. Can you name the only team that doesn't have cheerleaders? Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland Browns. Because <laughs> nobody wants to cheer for them. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking fuck that. Have you seen but, the women of Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, but hey, there's some babes up there. There's a few babes. I know some babes up there. Don't they um, all leave Cleveland and go to other cities? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but like the, the Cavs, the Cavs dance girls are pretty hot. I know one of them. They got moves. So you think they could just. But it just and seems like. Things, it, wait a second. You, you bring up an interesting point. You have cheerleaders and then you have dance squad oh yeah right so do you are you a more of a fan of the dance squad than the cheerleaders i'm assuming say that again are you a bigger fan of the dance squad or the cheerleaders i fucking hate them all okay get them all out now the dance team's gonna have a better chance to have a guy and i uh, this is what i was trying to think who's the guy who committed suicide that i can't stand patch adams Robin played Williams. Pat. Yeah, I can't stand him. He he was like a cheerleader in the NFL for like a game once. Really? Yeah, I forget. I, I, this is coming in to a me movie now. Or I remember or that. Just, uh... No, 
No, he like actually like did it. Like he went somewhere and like actually did it. I think it was him. But it just seems like it's such an easy thing for people to jump on. Is like, hey, they shouldn't. These cheerleaders, like, now they don't dress them as scantily anymore. You know, they're wearing like jumpsuits and they dress up for the holidays and shit like that. But it just seems like that would be an easy one for women's rights to get on. And be like, we're, we got to get rid of this fucking clown show that is women cheerleaders. Do you think somebody goes to the college male cheerleader and says, "Hey, look, there's not a lot of pro aspirations here. What are you going to be doing with your life?" Or how do you, I mean, cause that uh, you've hit a ceiling. You could be the very best male cheerleader in college and there are no pro prospects, right? But you don't, male cheerleaders don't do flips and shit, do they? Oh yeah. They just like talk. Oh no. Right, really? They come run out and do backflips and do all that kind of stuff. I don't know. You, you were showing the male cheerleaders. Like a brick house that was the Ohio state cheerleader. No, he no. Like five, eight, 300. Wait, aren't the cheerleaders they they are Brutus, right? Yeah, because the really yeah. the hottest cheerleader of all time was Brutus, and then she became the numbers girl for uh, WBNS Sports Girl. Fourteen sixty the fan. Yeah, she was the sports. Yeah. She carried the numbers around, but she was the hottest girl in the stadium. But she was Brutus. the hottest girl in the stadium. Yeah, and then but she was Brutus was in the was that. in Brutus. No, she was Brutus in college. Oh, okay. And then when she graduated she was doing like the numbers and that kind of stuff i actually sat next to her at uh the fiesta bowl when the buckeyes played kansas state beat the fuck out of them beat the fuck out of them uh i think the male cheerleader understands that he's just getting this full ride scholarship so he can be good at something else mm-hmm but the male cheerleader is in great shape. I mean, he's lifting he's lifting girls above his head, so the dude's in shape. I mean, not all of them. I'm telling you, go back and look up. I'm sure we can find some footage of Chunk, the guy that used to. He was both basketball and football, and he was my favorite guy of all time. Huh? I mean, he built a solid pyramid when he was at the bottom, but when he came running out, he had small stubby legs. And he had- well, I, but when it comes to cheerleading, the only cheerleading crew to me that matters in all any sport, other than high school, I think high school has its uh, has its points, is Kentucky. Yeah, the Kentucky cheerleaders are. They build that. They build that pyramid thing they do where they like twirl all around, and I'm like, oh god damn, dude, that looks fucking like I've seen it in person. I was like, like that was fucking awesome. In Ohio, they wouldn't allow high school cheerleaders to build pyramids anymore. No, you yeah. can't. Right, but so and only certain schools are allowed to even do flips. Like you have to be like, there's something I don't know, man. You have I'm, to be like, grandfathered into flipping. I could, dude. I'll tell you this: from my sophomore to my senior year, I went to every single cheerleading competition. It's serious shit, man. Like the parents are more disgusting than they are at the basketball and football games. Like cheerleading, people get into that shit, man. And that's all objective. Right. That's what makes that tough. Oh, yeah. That's just, oh, it's the stupidest thing on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I I learn new stuff about you all the time. And the fact that you have like a a two year streak of going to every cheerleading event in high school, I don't know if I want to applaud that or just kind of chuckle to myself. Two things to make that clear why. Three things. I was close and dated cheerleaders. So I was close with them and I dated a few. Two, easy tailgating. At a cheerleading thing. So drinking and going into a high school event, that was the easiest one. And three, after the first one I went to, they're like, hey, there's a spirit award for whose fans are the loudest. And I was like, 
Let's see how many of these I can collect. And they would let me go down and get the award. So, like, no parent would go down and get it. I would get the award. Did you so, ever get thrown out of a cheerleading event? Yes. I got yes. asked to leave because... There's no... That, absolutely. That was so easy. Oh, All right, the story me. is so good. The story is so good. Set the scene for you. This is OCC... Uh, district finals for cheerleading. So it's like all these girls are bringing their best. But there's also an individual round. and um, An individual cheerleader round? No, 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 no. But like, yeah, so like every girl, like every team like has like one person and they do like their routine. I think Jillian did ours. She did like 57 flips in a row or something like that. But um, Independence 76ers, isn't that what? Independence High School? Aren't they? Or who am yeah, I thinking Independence. of? Independence, yeah. That's where what the two good basketball players from the '90s went, right? Right. Esteban Weaver and them. Okay. Yeah. This girl comes out, and I'm like, the only thing she's gonna be flipping is the bird. Like this girl is not gonna be flipping anything. Like it's just not happening. And like when the girls come out, like when the girl comes out, like the crowd, like they have, we go crazy for them. Like, woo, right. dude. Nobody. Her parents weren't even there, dude. Nobody cheered. Her first run, dude. I mean, it was like a fucking airplane accident. Like, I was trying to look away. She, like, scorpion so bad on her face. Like, she, like, froze for, like, three seconds. And then, like, and she had, like, a serious, like, a burn on her face. <laughs> and, like, she had no one there to help her. her like, there was no team. No, 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 no. She, like, they didn't even, they weren't competing. Like, she... She was the only person from that high school that competed. Their their team actually did not compete. So, like, no one else was there for her. So, you know when, uh, like, you think, like, somebody, like, getting a push broom and, like, like kind of, like, <laughs> like, like, rolled her off like some other people. Like, so I thought, uh, to me, it was the, I'm just laughing my ass off, dude. Like, oh, shit. Like, and it is dead silent. And some parents were like, you should probably leave. Oh, my like God. if you're going to like you find this funny. I'm like, that was hilarious. Like, I was like, I'll leave. But I want someone to give me a tape of that. So I can watch that <laughs> back. So I went outside or so I was like, all right, whatever. I'll leave. Like nobody like physically threw me out. Right. But I definitely wasn't wanted. And I went and got like Twizzlers and Skittles to go. And uh, the girl was got in her car and like drove herself home. So oh, she was like by herself, man. She, I saw her like get life got wrecked that day. And like, she was like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. And I was just like laughing out loud. Like, yeah. oh my God, that was fucking hilarious. Like she did not get one flip in, dude. She just like pretty much slid head first <laughs> into the mat and like no one was there to help her. I was like, this is awesome. No other girls came running out or anything. No, it was just like, and like she had a music. So it was like, She's like just crashing and burning, and the music keeps playing. I just hear the record skipping. <laughs> oh, no, no. Then, then they like paused it, and then they were just kind of like rolling her body off. And I was like, <laughs> she had like, I, dude, I, I would, I would estimate she lost one, probably twenty five percent of her eyebrow <laughs> because like she like burned it so bad. Like, oh, it was it was awesome. So, I I seriously think though that getting back on track here. That they are gonna get, they're gonna go after the cheerleaders. I think the cheerleaders won't be around much longer. No. Dance teams, I can see. I just think cheerleaders are gonna go away. No. But there ain't gonna be no it's male such a cheerleaders. College tradition. No, 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 no. I'm talking pro, pro football. Right, right. But I'm saying it's such a college tradition that that's part of football. It's not gonna change in pro football. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know how long term bet you want to go. Ten years. 
I'll give you 10 years. I'll give you a hundred bucks. It'd be long. 10 years. You're right. You're right. It'd be longer than that. Yeah. So if it ever happened. Yeah. Huh. But they are fucking pointless. They are pointless. Yeah. No cheerleader in the NFL has ever been like, if we get this chant going, we can really help the team out. It's just, they can't even see the damn plays. And most of them like are. The, the, you see him going into commercial break when they're showing Cletus right. on Fox. And the only other way you see him is when an NFL guy like gets pushed out of bounds and like rams into a cheerleader. Other than that, you don't even see it. Now, Buckeye cheerleaders, you see. I get that. Like Once again, college is different. But in pro, it's just like, stand over here. Look hot. Maybe one of the players will bang you. Yeah, I think that's. Do, do they make money? Yeah, a little. A little. I know a few. What do you think? I know okay. a few girls, not personally, but that were NFL cheerleaders. This one was a, a friend of a friend. She cheered for the Bengals. Uh, and she was a school teacher. Uh, and then she and she did gymnastics and she coached the cheerleaders at her high school. And she was like a, an English teacher or something like that. And she made some money, but they got to travel a lot and do some of those things. And she liked it, but she only did it for like two years and then stopped, I think. So, but I'm saying, just, do you think it's 10 K? Uh, maybe over the course of a season. Yeah. They may make 10 grand. Something like that. Huh? Yeah. I think it's a pretty, I mean, when they have tryouts, there's hundreds of people show up. So do you think dudes show up? No, no, I don't think the Dallas cowgirls, the Cowboys cheerleaders. I don't think anyone's ever tried to walk in there as a man. I think you could sue for that discrimination. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like transgendered could yeah. come into play. Yeah. Wow. Something's gonna happen with the cheerleaders. That's for damn sure. I'm sure. I'd be. You know what? There probably already is a transgendered. We don't even know it. Oh sure. Probably the one that can do like the the double handspring backflip. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, I would say so. Uh, all right, so to change it up a little bit, me and you both saw Thor, yes. the new Marvel movie. Um, we both were uh, on the on the side of raving about it, right? I mean... I enjoyed it very, very much. You know my, my movie ranking system with uh, Kyle Coleman. Right. Uh, we rank our movies zero to four buttholes. Four buttholes means it is the worst movie, and no buttholes means it is an A+. I gave it no buttholes. Like That's a no butthole movie to me. Yeah, I gave it a solid thumbs up. I enjoyed it. Mine's not as uh, detailed as your review system. Mine's pretty much either enjoyed it or didn't like it. And I thought in the uh, the whole setup of all the Marvel movies, uh, and I think this is the first thing you said when we talked, and I totally agree, this one is more of a comedy than any of the other ones. Uh, yeah. And I think it served the movie well, too. I don't think it was distracting. I think it added some fun to it. There's plenty of action. Um, yeah, the uh, I think the storyline was all over. Like, every, like it was always moving, always something going on in the movie. Like nothing was like stagnant. Where you're like, they're like setting something up. It was like boom, boom, boom. We're going. It was like once again, this is where Marvel's the best. It's like reading the damn comic book. The only thing I, I mean, struggle with the Marvel thing now that they've expanded the universe, we have the Avengers, we do all these kind of things. Is like, why don't you make a call to those other guys? You know, like. Who? Like, why didn't, uh, when they got in this scenario, and I thought it was funny when they did the whole, you don't have a phone, Thor, kind of yeah. part of the movie. But it is kind of silly that there's all these Avengers out there. And now in these movies, we're just getting brief glimpses of just a few together at a time. But 
But they're in different realms. So like Thor and I won't talk about anybody else who's in the movie, but they're all. Everybody off. knows the Hulk's in it because he's in every advertisement there is. I didn't know that. Well, because you don't watch advertisements, but I'm kidding. But no, I actually I did know it. But um, well, I'm, I'm just saying. So we knew that Hulk had disappeared since uh, since the Avengers two, um, and then we know that Thor it's he had to go take care of shit on his planet. So while they're doing this stuff, that's that you got to think at the same time. This is when Spider Man's getting his feet under him, and like so, you got to think that Spider Man Homecoming takes place at the same time as this movie. Mm. Okay. That's yes. Yeah, so that's why they like. And now the one that made no sense. Oh, oh, oh almost a touchdown. Uh, the one that makes no sense was Iron Man three because Iron Man three was the one where like they thought those terrorists were going to take down the world. Right. They needed like 59 Iron Man suits to win. And it's like, dude, we have a fucking Hulk. Like right. Hulk was available at the time. Right. And you knew Thor, right? Didn't they know Thor at that point as well? Oh, they knew everybody. Right. He could have, yeah, he could have, right. yeah. So, so that's, that's where I get a little confused, get, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're trying to tell you at the same time, these people have other things going on. So, you know, it's whatever. I, uh, the guy who shoots bows and arrows, he should be available at all the time. That dude sucks. Right. right. Biggest disappointment. Still, one of, worst, one of the worst parts ever in a movie was him throwing his bow yeah. in like the, like the key part of the entire... Fucker, like that's throwing your gun and you got eight more bullets and the idiot. Right. That dude's an idiot. What's his name? Sidewinder? Ass eater? I forget his name. He's terrible. The, the biggest disappointment of Hulk, though, to me, was that little extra clip you always get at the end of the movies. You know, the yeah. Marvel movies. It wasn't that impressive. I'm not going to give it away in case anyone hasn't seen it yet. But, you know, typically you're always like, oh, man, sweet. I can't wait. I wasn't that impressed by this one. Were you? Yes. Really? Because they're, what they admitted to us is that these two are going to be involved. Thor and Hulk. I like that. Because okay. that ship's not letting... Oh, sorry. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's not going to let them by. Like, they're going in. I, I You guess. know what I mean? Yeah, but usually they always show like a new character. Like there's an introduction of something, but, but you know, who's in that, you know, who's in that, I know who's in that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, so they introduce him like uh, at the Spider-Man at the end of Spider-Man, he was like, I got to go to earth. Right. So this is like them saying like the same, these two things are taking place at the same time. And he's like, Oh shit. You gotta, you gotta jump a ride with these dudes. But Hey man, for the money to go see that movie, I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Can I just uh, express my displeasure with what it costs to go to a movie in Chicago, by the way? Well, I I got out my ticket with everything said and done. I was like nineteen fifty. Did you have popcorn? No, I, then I got candy and shit like that later. So I don't know how much more. I guess I got Sour Patch Kids and I got an icy. So I was out at like twenty six bucks. I would guess I was forty one dollars. <laughs> movie popcorn. Dog, were you Coke. in the movie? Did you get a fucking credit? Holy shit! It was no movie was. Eighteen ninety-five, popcorn and Coke was an eighteen-dollar medium special, and with tax, it oh. ended up being more. So it was like forty. I think it was forty-one. Oh no, no, it was forty-one dollars because parking. They validated oh. my parking, and it was five dollars for the validated parking. If I don't get it validated, oh, it's ten dollars. Oh fuck! Yeah. That. So and that was just me. I went by myself. 
Are you? Uh, I'd rather go to a movie by myself. I don't like to go to movies with people. A thousand percent agree. Yeah, especially I don't like the walk to the car where you talk about what you just saw in the movie. No, I just yeah, like, I, I don't want to have to just, engage of what's going on while it's going on. Oh, if you talk to me during a movie, we got mad problems. Right. Right. We, I mean, I am OCD as fuck when it comes to that. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't nudge me. Like, it, I am watching the movie. I cannot stand it. Everybody remembers my Spider-Man 2 rant where that dude was yeah. touching me and trying to give me a hand job. I think. Like, leave me alone. I'm watching a movie. In my perfect world, I would actually pay more money to, to watch a movie by myself. Like, I, I would like it that much, like in an IMAX well, you, you got to do IMAX 3D. Here's my like, strategy. IMAX 3D is unbelievable. I get now, and it hasn't failed yet. I know it's going to backfire at some point, but I'm getting the seats next to the handicap seats now because okay. there's like, it's like three seats, a table, and then two open spots where like a wheelchair could be, and then three more seats. So I always get that one seat at the end, and no one ever sits next to me. No one's ever there. It's in the back of the theater, which is fine because I don't have to deal with anything else. And I can usually be right in the center. And so that's my new strategy. It's worked out pretty well so far. You know, Chad's got the hookup at the Clipper game or at the Blue Jackets game so I can sit in his handicap section. Right. It's never failed ever. It's been perfect. Oh, excuse me. It's failed. I've I've been to like 150 jacket games. And I know probably at least half of them I've sat in this section. Right. Uh the last time I did it, everything was good. And then a dude that was 900 pounds sat next to me. <laughs> like, I'm not very good at telling people's ages or their weight. I think he was 900 pounds. If you were like, Jared, how much that dude weigh? Like, that's not. And he had a jersey. And. Did it have three that jersey? On it? <laughs> that jersey was working harder than our fourth line. Like, there was. <laughs> it was. The, excuse me, sweater. I guess they don't call them jerseys. They call them sweaters. Right. It was unbelievable like to the point i wanted to, i wanted to have like a conversation with the dude and be like what was the breaking point like ah uh, fuck it <laughs> you know that's what i'm saying like everybody has like everybody who gets like super super out of weight right there's like a one week run or two week run where like something has to happen mm. where it's like i had mcdonald's i had mcdonald's i had mcdonald's thanksgiving hap there has to be that and then it's like sunday and you're like fuck it man i'm going for it like what meal broke that camel's back which by the way that dude would break a camel's back he was so fat i saw that one coming yeah but yeah so uh the the handicap can be really really good though man it can be a really it can be your ally big time i'd say it's your ally more than it's not oh yeah yeah if you plan it right especially like if you go to that earlier movie you're not having to deal with oh yeah oh i'm an early movie guy 100 percent. if i didn't go to thor at five o'clock on friday right i was going at 9 30 in the morning on saturday yeah yeah, I hear you. I don't want to avoid everybody. I and agree. The other good thing about handicaps is the handy dancer. Yeah, perhaps one of the funniest running things in our in our friendship with all of our group of friends. Like everybody knows the handy dancer. It's a uh, premium sponsor to the podcast. Yeah, we really got to get that built. Okay, we'll keep working <laughs> on it. <laughs> So let's All right, draft. We go, I know you. I know. Yeah, I say. I know you got plans tonight, so we want to get to the draft. So uh, the draft tonight is top five favorite sports venues, and we discuss this. And I think I know exactly why you asked because I felt the same way. Was did you have have you had to actually visited that venue? 
And I said, well, I made my list that way because there's one place that I've never been to that you've never been to that both want to go to that I think we could both say Augusta is right up there as a venue for a sporting event that is unheralded. And I don't know if it'd be my number one because I've never experienced it, but uh, hopefully we can revisit this at some point after we've done Augusta and been like, okay. I mean, that deserves from all accounts. It would be, it would be number one from all accounts. Uh, the other one that got, uh, that I thought about too, I would like to see a U.S. open at Pebble beach. Okay. Yeah. I've been to Pebble beach. Uh, oh, okay. Well, shit. Yeah. I haven't watched a tournament there. I actually stayed at a hotel that was right near there and I went and walked Pebble beach for exercise. They kind of have this little oh. path around the outside and you can't really get deep into it, but I, get enough to say oh yeah this reminds me of the whole you know I've, I've oh really before yeah so that's cool shit yeah uh so okay so so that brings us to the top five sports venues we can say that we've been to uh that we've enjoyed i gotta tell you i really struck like i have a very lean list here i have a huge I don't, list i'm very lean because i don't like many uh, i don't like many places so because here's um, a, I go first. Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Go. Well, and let's uh, and interesting speaking, because as we talk about the picks, one thing that I struggle with, did I enjoy the venue more because of what took place at the venue or yeah, yeah. Uh, or because the venue was cool? So I've kind of got a mix of those because like some of these yeah, so are like just the worst. When I was thinking of mine, I was like. Kind of like how we left the Ohio State game because it was going to be hard to get more beers and it was going to be hard to take pisses. Right. We're like, we just go to my place and watch it on the t-. So when I was thinking of these places too, I'm like, okay, the ease of how I want to get around and do things, that's that's yeah. why I kind and of. And I know you're going to take my number one because you're just going to be. No, I, I, I don't think so. Oh, wow. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't actually, I don't think you're going to have one of mine at all. Okay. I truly don't. Well, what's your number my one? Number one is, the, my number one is just once again going back to my childhood when sports was pure. Um, small venue, easy to get around in. Um, it felt gargantuan when I was a kid, but, uh, St. John's arena. I have it on my list. Really? Okay. Well, okay. didn't expect that, but, um, always had fun there. Um, when the Buckeyes were good way back in the day, that late eighties, early nineties run, um, always that place was hot as fuck pumping. Mm -hmm. Um, had, it was loud, a great atmosphere to it. Um, really enjoyed it. And, uh, once again, it just reminds me of my childhood, which I really liked. And I always thought it was like a really big stadium. And now when you look at it, it's kind of funny that the size that it is. And I, uh, I graduated in that building. Oh, nice. So it holds an extra thing for that as well. So let me tell you this about yeah, St. So John's. Easy, easy one for me. Go. Uh, a thousand times better place to watch a basketball game than uh, Schottenstein. A thousand times better. Oh, my God. Uh, I've, I, I did like three or four when they did the throwback game where they were like, we're going to play in the shot or play in there instead of the shot. Way better, man. Way that's, better. That's where they played when I went to school, right? Yeah. And I, so I had yeah. the Jim Jackson teams that were really good. Never forget mm-hmm. the game when Indiana came in uh, and uh, they drew up the charge to send the game into overtime. I don't know if you remember the play, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Damian, I forget the kid's name now. Anyways, they drew a charge up, saw JJ hit some amazing shots, Jen hit some. But what made that play special was the verticality of the seating and how you just felt like you were on top of it. So yeah. I think we lost a huge advantage from a basketball oh, arena God. standpoint when we moved. Because uh, to me, Schottenstein's just a generic building. It's cool. It's nice. It's new. But, I mean, I don't I don't enjoy watching basketball games in there at all. Uh, no, hockey's cool. But the old 
OSU Hockey Arena next to St. John. Yeah. Uh, that's also very high on my list as well. But anyways. They, they got to be close to wrecking all that shit down, right? I don't know. They still use St. John's nonstop. I know, but it seems like it'd be pretty easy to build something new there. The only, I mean, the only reason I don't want to see it go is because, I mean, it, it's particularly like holds a spot in my heart. And when you walk underneath going to the games and you yeah. can sing yeah, songs and that's some yeah. of the best so yeah that's so that's my number one i think out of all the, if i could go back and you know go back to the heyday and watch some basketball games which i'm not an ohio state basketball fan but i just always enjoyed going there and those gray uniforms Woo! yeah, yeah. Those, are Woo! Sweet. those gray uniforms were fucking flames back in the day bro they had this deal jared when i was in school it was i think it was five dollars for per game for basketball tickets and if you yeah. bought a season basketball ticket, they gave you your hockey tickets free. Oh. And that's when I lived across the street over in uh, uh, Riverwatch. It's great. Yep. Just wander over, especially like on those poor basketball games, like when we were early in the season, go over, get like a hot dog and a soda because they had a student discount there. So it was yeah. like $4 for that, maybe less, yeah. maybe like $3. And then you go watch. I love that place. So, yeah, good pick. The shot, I think the shot would, be, would actually finish last place in this for me. Oh, yeah. I hate the It's shot. one of the worst venues of all time. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, dead zone. Yeah. So. All right, brother, go ahead. My number one's easy, Wrigley. Yep. I mean, See, I'm not going to... How was I going to... I can't take that from you. Yeah, so. I mean, everybody knows. I can go on and on and on. If you've never been to Wrigley, you don't know what you're missing. If you want a, a true baseball experience, because I can tell you what, uh, it gives you the throwback feel to baseball. And I'm a little curious, because I drove by it uh, yesterday. And they've knocked down. I saw them knock the wall out where our bathrooms are on our level. I told you they were getting yeah. new bathrooms. It's now yeah. all that area is all wood board up now. They're doing no shit right now. So I'm hoping they uh, they give us some restrooms now that are more adequate for a full house. Because if you've ever been to Wrigley sitting in my seats, you'll know that it's a long walk. And usually the line is 90 people deep to take a piss. Are you ever going to move your tickets or are you guys just good where you're at? Our goal is to continue to get closer to the field, uh, which means we're five rows away. Uh, okay. And so I, I love our If you're a baseball fan, oh, I yeah. love the angle of our seats. They're the greatest. Uh, section 425, uh, row six, seats seven and eight. So if you're ever bored and then regularly come visit us. But no, regularly wins. I go on and on and on. I'm not going to. Uh, but I love Wrigley. All right, so what's your yeah. two? My two, once again, uh, staying in-state, and it's just one of the funnest things for me. I get to see so much, get to see so many people, and it's its own event. I love, and the beauty of it, I just love Murfield. Uh, it's, I don't think people in Columbus understand how respected and how beautiful Mur- Murfield really is. Yeah. Um. You know, it just seems like, hey, it's our golf course. And just the changes Jack's made just the last five years. Um, that's even – I mean, the 17th's been around now for five years. So like, all the changes they've made to make it more prestigious. I just don't think people really grasp how beautiful that area is. Um, it's really fun um, if you do the research and see what it looked like when Jack bought it. Like, there was, like, farms and shit on it. Oh, so, yeah. it's funny to look at that. But um, easy to get a drink. Easy to take a piss. Um, I usually have all sorts of VIP hookups, so that does play into it. But um, as far as getting getting away, going to a sporting event, and having a good time, I think Murfield for me is undefeated. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I knew that was going to be on your list. I was surprised that wasn't number one. 
Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to take St. John's because I felt that was the only one on my list that you might give a run at. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. uh, I didn't put it on my list because I felt you were going to take it pretty early. And it yeah. kind of rings true to that uh, Augusta thing, right? So yeah. there's a few golf courses in this world. I think, uh, you know, we didn't say it had to be U.S. So there's some, I would, I think you've had the pleasure to go to Britain and uh, Ireland and see some of the spectacular, really world famous courses. I've never done that. So that would be pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, Mirfield's amazing. You just don't, I think, yeah, I think the people of central Ohio sometimes don't, they take for granted how spectacular hey. that place is. And we're all, I guess people, like, I've been to other tournaments, and you go to it, and you're like, the fuck's running this thing? Like, this place looks like dog shit. Right. The Murfield is as close to Augusta as you can get. Can in I the tell sense you a story like, about that? Yeah. So my old boss, Butch, um, he, I, I'm sure I've probably told you stories before. There are a bunch of them got together, Jack, him, and a few others. They drew straws, uh, and somehow Butch, without any entertainment experience became the person that was in charge of supplying catering and all the beverages and everything at Mirfield. This is when they originally designed this out and Jack took them, uh, Butch and a couple other people and they went to Augusta and he said, I want this. And so they went, they modeled everything after Augusta from the chicken sandwiches that are being served at Mirfield to the way that's all done. That was all modeled after Augusta. So if you're wondering why it's so familiar, for years, yeah. that was the basis of it. So it's actually a pretty good story. Because like Augusta is the one of the weird places where you still go and you get a chicken sandwich, a pimento sandwich, and a beer, yeah. and you're out eight bucks. Now, yeah. They haven't kept that at and Murfield has good. Now, Murfield has good pricing, too. That's the right. one thing. Like, I mean, you're, there's no shitty – to me, like when I said this, I think, in an earlier pod, I enjoy a cold, cold Heineken. I'm a Heineken guy when, it, when it's in like a three – I guess like three times of the year, I'm going to drink Heineken kind of, right. I've got my friend, Tony, he drinks Heineken's only. I know when I'm around him, I'm drinking Heineken. And for the Memorial, I know when I'm trying to get to one of my little, I'm going to get like two or three Heineken's and they're reasonably priced. So nice. Yeah. It's just, and everything, everything moves fast at the, at the Memorial. There's not much. And now that you can have your cell phones, the making the bets behind 12, close to the hole on 14, there's just so much fun to be had out there. And it just it's such a good venue for kids, too. Right. I always love seeing fathers and sons out there and stuff like that. I really think um, they do a good job bringing it where kids have fun but not making it, like, dulled down for the adults. Yeah. I hear you. Good pick. So here's uh, my number two pick. Uh, I'm sure it's not on your list. Uh, and I think it's an ode to my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes to Keeneland Horse Track. Ooh, I like that. Uh, when I was young, uh, my stepmom worked at Keeneland. Uh, mm-hmm. Her father, so my grandfather, uh, was a pretty well-respected gambler. Uh, he had okay. his own little bench that we'd always go to. My older brother, Shane, and I, this was before Zach and uh, Ariel were around, we'd go and sit there with Dad. You'd get a warm cup of Kentucky Burgoo, which is like this beef stew with a little bourbon in it and that kind of stuff. Whoa. Uh, and I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So if you've ever been. Did you say to, bur- Burgoo? Burgoo. Kentucky Burgoo. Uh, if you've been to Churchill and everybody always raves about Churchill, let me tell you, from my experience, Churchill is a garbage dump compared to Keeneland. Wow. Keeneland, everybody gets dressed up. They have a three-string quartet playing in the courtyard when you go in. Tailgating. At Keeneland is spectacular. It's so much fun. Um, that That is, when I think of Kentucky and I think of horse racing and all the, the riches that are surrounding it. Because remember, 
Keeneland's where they also host some of the largest horse shows. That's these, you know, these sheiks yeah. fly in from Saudi Arabia yeah. and they, and they, it's amazing. Right. So, but that place is just the epitome of Kentucky and I love it. And it's so much fun. Uh, don't get there enough. They do this makers event there every year where they bring all the yeah. ambassadors and you hang out. It's awesome. So that's a place where you and I need to go. Yeah. Uh, I would do that in two seconds. Yeah. I get down on ponies. I People who bet on ponies, that's some of the most amazing stuff on this planet. People that, that actually and make money on it. I think that's handicap and horsing right. or horse racing. I, I'll never I'll never even let myself down that. I, I go by name. Right. So and, you, like name and you remember or, all your bets. Like as a kid, I remember the, the $2 bet that I put in because my grandfather said, you got to go bet this horse. And we went and bet it. My brother and I went up to the booth. You know, our stepmom, I think, gave us the ticket or maybe dad did. I can't remember how it worked. But, you know, it was the two dollar horse that paid like twenty three dollars. And we felt like we were the richest people in the world. We honestly thought we had won the lottery. We were going to retire. It was just the greatest feeling. So anyways. So what's your third? You definitely do not have my third. And uh, this might be Walnut High School. What? Big Walnut High School gym. No, football. football. That's serious. I knew it was going to be one of those. Yeah, it was a big one of football. Like, easy to sneak drinks into. Like, I've never not drank in a big one of football game. I know the exact food I want. I know the exact place in, like, the bleachers to sit. Nothing's changed. I see the same people. Um, I try to. I didn't make it back this year, but I try to go to one game every single year. I think I've since I've graduated, I've missed three years. I think I'm 16 years out, so... That's not too bad. No. Um, everything's the same. Like the stadium, like they've added nothing. So for me, it is the ultimate. I can go back to where, you know, I can go back to how everything was. And it just, to me, it's just awesome. It, and it has that, like uh, high school football has that smell to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going, going there and just, you know, seeing my high school, the middle school and, and the gratification of like, or Gratisfaction. Wait, what am I trying to say? Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Yeah. There you go. All right. And and gratitude together there uh, of how far I've come in my life, but I can still come back to like where my roots are and cheer on my high school team like that. Because soon enough, there's going to be two big walnuts. I mean, the high school is going to split at some point. So, so I, I got to say, big one at high school stadium. Nice football stadium. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure you have nothing to add on that. No one, so. zero. I'm happy yeah. for you. How's that? There you go. Go Eagles. <laughs> All right. So my uh, number three. And this is more of a recent acquisition. And it happens directly because of the fun that I've had there. It has, uh, I'm sure it's not on your list, but it ought to be. Because I think mm. we've done two events there, maybe three events. And I've had a spectacular time every time because it's the perfect venue for sports. It's the Ohio State Fairgrounds. The round oh. building. <laughs> the round building, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, dude, that place is wild. It's the greatest. I mean, oh where else God. can you go? You sit ringside for Ring of Honor Wrestling. They sell beers for like three bucks. They were cheap, I think. Like yeah. the, the screw cap bottle beers. They have a taco stand. That's Casa there. de Mexico. Ta- yeah, Casa de Mexico. You can chant the name when you're out there. They have plenty of urinals. Yeah. The uh, The... People that attend these events really add class. <laughs> it's uh, but I'm telling you, it's a perfect venue because you're when you're yelling and screaming in it, it echoes perfectly because it's a big round building and it's all glass on the outside. I don't know if you could ask for a better place to host a sporting venue. 
I will. I still can't believe we were at an event where they will kill for people to walk in and make noise. And they came over to us and were like, can you guys make less noise? Yeah, can you like, calm you, it down? <laughs> can, you guys are too loud. And that was like, oh my God. Like, I remember when we were like, hey, let's get the Casa de Mexico chant going. That'll be cool. And then you're like, hey, I think those people are already chanting it. And they were saying like, let's go. I was like, Casa de... Like, I joined in like they were doing like so many fun times. I really wanted to try to incorporate wrestling into something here but since it's, they don't have their own spots you just can't you know it's, it's tough to do that but i didn't think of the round building i don't even think that building has a name no it's, it's just, just round a round building, building. yeah it's yeah. just a round one yeah so so yeah i completely yeah no, right. i'm 100 in on that one that what, was actually really good thank you what's your fourth pick so this one's gonna be out of the uh out of the clouds i've only been there five times but um it reminded me once again of the old school feel um not as easy to navigate around but and it's not around anymore, actually. And the uh, what really sets it apart is the um, the restaurant that was underneath the stadium, the Joe, where the Red Wings play. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would I go up every year with uh, Proximo Spirits for the a Blue Jackets game up there, and uh, you can feel it, man. It's it had to be like what it was like going to the Boston Garden. Like you can actually feel the history, like the banners, the, and like when we we. Every single time we have our, uh, we get seats in the uh, luxury suites, mm-hmm. but then we always have two tickets that are like on the glass. Nice. And I mean, you go down there and I mean, it is, I mean, it was rickety as fuck, man. It's it just how it used to be. And I mean, the place was just a complete dump mm-hmm. and I loved every second of it. So nice. for me, for me, the Joe, um, just the, the history of going to a place where the Red Wings raised so many Stanley Cups inside of that. Right. It's a really cool venue. It was a very cool venue. Rest in peace. Nice. Huh. That's a good pick. I, I've never been there. Uh, I've got one I can't believe you haven't said yet. I'm really interested. Really? Well, yeah. My next one, and you know, I was trying to like mix sports up, you know, and try to get them uh, spread out and that kind of stuff. You know, and so for me, this is weird because I'm going to be honest. I just love this park. You actually went to the game with me once there. Uh, and... Uh, and I find that I have been there maybe a dozen times total. Uh, and I've always had a spectacular time and we're talking about the venue itself and it's PNC park in Pittsburgh. I love that place. Like I love really don't get me wrong, but there's something about PNC park. It caters perfectly to baseball. Every view is good. The food is spectacular. The, the where it's located on the river is awesome. The yeah. crowd around it is really cool. I love yeah. it. And I mean, you know, the pirates, whatever, when it comes to baseball, we used to always make a road trip when I, you know, worked at uh, one of my jobs years ago, there was always a group of us would always go when the Cubs played up there uh, and we had a blast, but I love yeah. that stadium. So yeah, uh, I, I didn't really want two baseball things, but I had to be honest with myself and, and PNC park yeah. is a, a top five for me. It was a really cool joint, too, in the sense that, you know, it's kind of after what they have up for the the Tiger Stadium up there. Right. And once again, just so open from what they had with Three River Stadium to what they have now. I mean, it is just like it it seems like it, it just like it seems like there's no height at all. Yeah. Like you just feel like there's no seats that are like so high. You just have such a clear view of everything. So I absolutely love that call. I really I actually 
when I was talking about the Joe, I've only been to Tiger Stadium, I think, three or four times. But it is PNC Park. I mean, they built the same yeah, park. Yeah. So I was like, I was going back and forth um, thinking about that one, too. So can't argue with that one. And Geraldo Rivera. So El Geraldo Rivera. Yeah, just don't never never forget. Wow. <clears throat> um huh. I didn't get to drink in one of these stadiums, so I'm gonna leave it to the side. I did, but not very No, I did. I'm gonna use it. Cooper Stadium. Oh yeah, the old one. The yeah, the old Coop. Uh didn't get to drink as much, clearly, but I used to love baseball. Like baseball was like my complete complete life, and I got to see some fucking legends play oh, there. Oh yeah, oh some yeah. legends played there. So having a place like that where the team was so loaded, the Yankees. I mean, I absolutely positively love the coop. I mean, I, I really think it's a shame the state still has done nothing with that stadium. They should make it a dog track um, or a some sort of racing track for cars too, if they want. But uh, yeah, the coop just coops an all timer for me, man. Nice. nice. And I mean, here's the thing too. I'd, I'd usually bitch, but their new stadium. I mean, there's really nothing much to argue with the it's new awesome. stadium as well. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh, that's I was gonna say it, but but I don't. There's just I have a few problems with the, that stadium. Just a few. So. So I for my fifth pick, this is strange because I've got a bunch on here. Like I've got a historic one that I really like. Uh, I've got one that I've had a, a couple really awesome times in. Um, uh, you know, that drinking thing, it's funny because I've got the Superdome on here and I'm still pissed off about not being able to drink uh, at one of the times because I didn't have a VIP pass and you couldn't buy beer because it was a college football game. So that got struck, even though Kentucky won a national championship and the Buckeyes beat Alabama there. It got struck mm-hmm. because that drinking incident. That irritated me. So uh, I'm going to go to... Uh, Arizona State Stadium, home of the Fiesta Bowl. Holy shit. I did not expect that. It was a spectacular venue for football. But you went, you went one time in 2002 no, then, right? I've been there. No, I've been, I went 2002. I went uh, the very next year. We played Kansas State there in 2003. Okay. I went a few years later when Notre Dame, we played Notre Dame there. Uh, and then I actually went to an Arizona State-Arizona game. Uh, when I had clients that were out there. Uh, yeah. And it, to me, is Arizona State reminds me of uh, campus, OSU, uh, but just with incredibly hot women everywhere. Uh, and the stadium's built into the side of a mountain. But I'll never forget 2002 when it was 95% Buckeye fans against Miami, and they were doing uh, OHIO around the stadium, and there's mountains in the background, and that game was going on, and you could buy beer there. It was the first time I legally drank beer that I bought at a ball game inside a stadium uh, wow. because that never occurred before. And it was one of the, they sent out special notices that they would be serving beer and they stopped yeah. serving beer at the end of the third quarter. And if you remember how long that game went, uh, yeah. my roommate at the time and I like stocked up, but not nearly enough. I think we bought like two beers each, you know, at the yeah. end of the third quarter. And, but that stadium's awesome and all the area around it's really cool. So, I've had some great times in that place, and I really like that stadium. So I know it's an odd one. Uh, it it slightly it just beat out Lucas Oil, <laughs> uh, which is uh, we had some great times there, and that's actually a really amazing stadium to watch a football game in. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so that beat it out, and the Rose Bowl. I've been there a few times. And I've had some great times at the Rose Bowl, and it's a cool mm-hmm. venue, right on the you know, but. 
it's uh, I had I've enjoyed uh, that. And then my other one was uh, the old Chicago Stadium back when Jordan played yeah. there. It was yeah. the St. John's Arena to me of the pros. Uh, United Center. Wait, what? What was it called? It was, was called, it called Chicago, Chicago Stadium? Stadium. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I called it. It's Chicago United Center, Center now, right? Yeah, it's now. United Center. But and I don't like the United Center is nice, uh, but I only went and saw Jordan at the old Chicago Stadium like three times, so I didn't yeah. really have enough to really qualify it. So. Yeah. So that's my list. My only ones. My only ones that I left off. I love Nationwide. Nationwide Arena is fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Dang, there's. It's bathrooms are easy. Drinking's yeah. easy. Like yeah. actually. They actually uh, changed like two of the bars this year, um, so they made them like extra easy to get to now. And uh, they have the um, they have th- three or four independent um, Ohio beer areas now. Hmm. So it'll be like local craft stuff. Fifth, yep, fifteen taps with all local stuff, which I think is really cool. Yeah, cool. Um, I I'm shocked I didn't get this one from you. I've been to five games there and two concerts. Um, Rup. Yeah, I, I really I've like, got Rups on my list, it, and I tell yeah. you why it didn't make it for me, uh, because it, it's it's one of those places where if you're down low, it's great, but if you're up top, it sucks. And when yeah. I was a kid, we used to sit up top a lot, and it was just like watching ants. It's kind of like going yeah. to the Superdome to watch basketball, right? Uh, yeah, down low, and it's also pretty old inside. Uh, oh and, yeah, and not Definitely. in an old historic way, but just no. old. Like yeah, it's a yeah, but the history of it's just crazy. That's yeah, on my. The list. only other one I had is the only other one I had is the shoe, but there's so many faults with the shoe, I can't put it in my top five. Man. Like I've had amazing times in there, but navigating the shoe is just not an easy thing to do because it's just it's too many people. So. I didn't want to. Here's my issue with the shoe. I love it. Absolutely love it. And I was spoiled for many years when we had a box. So to me, it was incredibly awesome, right? Elevators, private bathrooms, the whole nine yards. But when you go and just sit in like C-deck, the first thing is the ramp that goes up that takes forever or just stairs to go all the way up. There's zero amenities. Restrooms are horrible to get to. Uh, And my problem is I think of a college football stadium, people sit on their hands there. Um, and it's, yeah. there's no intimidation when people say I've come into the shoe. I've been to many smaller stadiums that are more intimidating than what the shoe brings to the game. And not try to be mean, but it's just, that's kind of the way it feels. Hey, you know, we didn't talk about this. We talked about how we left the game. Did we bring up the guy that yelled at me? <laughs> no, I don't think we talked about that. <laughs> uh, so everybody knows cuss words can just fly out of my mouth sometimes. And I, I don't even hear him. It just gets to a rhythm. It's just like how I'll say, let me ask you this to Jason like 18 times every single pod. Um, and something happened on a, a kickoff, and I said, somehow I put the word fuck into a sentence four times, right. which is really impressive with that not being a run-on sentence. I was very impressed with myself and think I should have got credit. And then the guy in front of us turned around, he's like, do you have to put cuss words in every single sentence you say? And I politely said, no, I don't have to. And I was like, and I won't cuss. As long as you admit what I said was exactly correct. And he gave us the stern, like, turn back around. He's like, oh, yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> it was funny. He was but a very was- fatherly figure. He turned around. You were like, come on. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. He goes, that was just an awful, awful play. And he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. thank you. I was like, then you uh, never cussed again. Yeah. I was like, oh, I did. I did, like, twice. But at that point, the guy in front of us is going even crazier with cussing. And then we were like, let's get the fuck out of here. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, I think this is All right. Well, hey, by the way, by the way, we got an entire week to get ready. Next week, we're drafting our own Avengers team. So all superheroes are available. The dude's draft is going to be your, your top superhero. And that Marvel? is going to be anybody. Human beings? But you're building a squad. What? Like it has to be a superhero character or can I make it any human being in the world? No, like anybody from like Marvel or DC. Okay. All right. I think that's going to be you have fucking a advantage because I'm not great at this stuff, but I'll put together a good team. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm confident in my skills. I mean, you, you know, I'm not, there's some people I'm not going to go for. I mean, there's some people out there that I think are whack ass. They get too much credit in the superhero galaxy. So, all right, All right. We got anything else? You yeah. got to get going. Yeah. I got to roll. So it's been a good one. Look forward to doing yep. episode 19. Are we doing anything special for 20? Yeah, I'll dip or something. I'll do something stupid. Because episode 20 would kind of be timing up Thanksgiving slash Michigan. Weekend. Ohio State. Yeah, I'll do something. We'll, we'll talk about it off air. We'll get something going. All right. Sounds good. Everybody have a good night. Catch you next time. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes, at JBCam, III, and at JFrost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Two Guys Being Dudes. And on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com.